we watched five new movies or Disney Plus original episodes and have an in-depth discussion about what they did right, wrong, and everything in between. Join us as we relive our childhood, learn about what our parents called the good old days, and discover what kids are talking about now. I'm Morgan. And I'm Tyler. And And we we are are discussing discussing Disney Plus. In episode 8, we will be discussing Freaky Friday, the version from 1976. If you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. So this is a movie that I definitely want to talk about, like, initial thoughts going into this. For sure. And Because, I mean, for us, Freaky Friday is Lindsay Lohan and, what's her name, Jamie? J- Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. To, that, that's Freaky Friday to me. Yeah. Like, 100%. I don't even think... Huh? 100%. I didn't even know that there was an older Freaky Friday or a newer Freaky Friday. I thought that was uh, just yeah. Freaky Friday. <laughs> right. Um, so, honestly, going in, I didn't really expect much because I'm not a huge huge fan of, like, 70s movies. The only one I can watch is at my actual, like, favorite movie of all time, and that's Grease. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like that movie, I'm sorry. <laughs> but that is, I, didn't have, I have very low expectations going into this because I'm not a fan of 70s movies. Yeah, same here. I mean, not, not that I'm not, I don't like 70s movies. That's not the case at all. It's just... I don't know. I wasn't really expecting anything. Like it, it's hard it, it's hard for me to imagine how movies were entertaining back then like because with with movies and entertainment in general, you're always looking for ways to like push the envelope. So it's like, well, now society is so desensitized to so many things. So it's really hard to imagine that they were able to push the envelope at all or anything that we would have considered risky or anything else like that. So Again, going into it, expectations were very low, and we were very wrong. Very, very (laughs) wrong. So, my initial thought as soon as we started the movie is, oh my gosh, this is a typical 70s movie. Because, in my mind, all women in the 70s, I'm not saying little girls, obviously, but all women in the 70s sounded like they were 50 years old and smoked 10 packs of cigarettes a day. And that's exactly what Jodie Foster sounded like as a little girl. Except she was a little girl. And I mean, that's still her same voice. No, oh, 100%. Yeah, Jodie Foster to this day still sounds the same as she did in this movie. Which, I'm very disappointed in myself. I didn't even realize right away that that was Jodie Foster. I was actually in the middle of the movie looking up on IMDb just to see what everybody looked like now. And I was like, oh, Jodie Foster. Yeah, you told me that. And I was like, wow, I knew that face looked <laughs> it's like, familiar. It's like, oh, now, now it all makes sense. And, um, because it was hard to, like, kind of go through the movie because, like, like... As, as in this movie, like, Jodie Foster's character, um, Annabelle, like, looked like a little boy. Yes, okay, and I thought it was weird, too. I'm like, like, why would they choose, it was about being a little girl, and it shows kind of a, like, a, um, masculine little girl. But at the same time, like, she was definitely a tomboy. Like, that character, even in the, the Freaky Friday we know, you know, the Lindsay Lohan version was still very much a tomboy. Yeah, and I, and I, as we made it through there and seeing that they, like, the first few minutes and seeing that that was kind of where they intended to go with it, I was like, okay, so now I can And we see got it. over pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, which leads me into my next thought of, there's a messy room scene, and I can't remember if it's in the beginning of the, the Lindsay Lohan It one. is, yeah, okay. I mean, it, it's in there. Let me tell you, this room was rough looking. Definitely. Like rough i imagine this is what my sister's room looked like growing up because if you've seen this movie i was the little boy who had the immaculate room because i wanted to outdo my sister <laughs> and she had the disaster area of a room nothing's changed yeah. generally gen- generationally yeah we we fight like we th- these people's age are our parents 
Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, that's exactly right, because the, the kids in this movie would be, yeah, you're right, like, kids that are now our parents' age. Yeah, and so they're fighting with their moms about, you know, dirty room, and then they were so offended at us about a dirty room, it's like, whoa! It's, it's so hard to imagine our parents as kids, and yes. and they ever did anything wrong, like, you know, the stuff that we always got in trouble for, so it's definitely funny to see that, for sure. So going into this, I, I tried to keep a frame of mind where I wasn't comparing it all the time to the the Freaky Friday we know and love. Because we know that the one that we know is not the original. So everything that in that movie, if anything is different, was different from this movie. But what I will say is, you know, so when they when they change bodies, it happens in, in the in the morning. At the, after they've woken up and everything else like that. And if you've seen, you know, the the Lindsay Lohan version it happened while they were asleep, and they wake up like that. But at first, I was like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like that they did it that way. But then I realized it kind of, like, helps create the problem for them. Because because they, they didn't wake up like that. They It happened when they were already into starting their day. Whereas in the Lindsay Lohan version, they woke up like that. So they were able to kind of, like quickly figure it out before they left the house for the day and move on. Yeah, they had they had time to gather their thoughts. They had time to gather what was going to happen. Right. And in this version, they were just thrown into the middle of it. And yeah. It's like, figure yourself out. Because guess what? They didn't have cell phones back then like and, they had in the Lindsay yeah, Lohan version. They didn't even get to like talk about it or what they were going to do. Yeah, they had no idea. It was just like, here, toss you in. and Which led into the first scene that was really questionable. <laughs> Jeez. Jodie Foster was 13 in the movie. Yeah. They, they were She was portraying a 13-year-old girl. And so right after the mom switched into the Annabelle's body... Ellen. Ellen, Ellen switched into Annabelle's yeah. body. She um, <laughs> she went up to the, late, or the cashier in the diner and said, give me some cigarettes. And he's like, what? No, you're a child. And Tyler and I both like put this in our notes and we're like they didn't sell to children cigarettes to children in the 70s right and we were we were both kind of appalled by that and so i, I looked it up and i couldn't really find any like concrete facts because i don't think they tell you what state they're in no i mean i assume california but yeah so we don't really have like a background of state but the only thing i could find was that the legal age was changed from 16 to 18 in 1987 but these girls were 13 right and the only reason that like threw us back so much is because I know that, I mean, at, even at that time, you know, the smoking age and smoking was becoming more strict, whereas, you know, 10 years prior it wasn't. But with that said, I mean, I, I remember my parents telling me stories how they were allowed to go pick up secrets for their parents, or that's what they said they were doing, you know, to bring them back home to their parents. And, you know, the person at the store really didn't care. So it was just weird to, like, see that. It was just interesting. Yeah, which... Kind of after that point led into a really cringy, <laughs> weird scene. And it kind of like, you know, typical Disney putting in like adult Easter eggs in yeah. there. And, <laughs> you know, the dad or the, yeah, the daughter in the mom's body. So Annabelle and Ellen's body walked up to her dad and called him daddy. And the dad was like, you've never called me daddy before. And, and I was like, like, whoa, creeper alert. And he had like this pervy smile on his face. And it's just like, oh, geez. Oh. Cringe alert. Yeah, mega cringe alert. Which basically goes into the fact that I know this was the 70s, but that dad was an absolute pig. He was uh, gross. Yeah, pretty much all the scenes in the movie that were cringy pretty much involved him. Yeah, like <laughs> what a terrible 
I don't, I don't want to say a terrible man because, again, this was in the 70s, and to us, that is weird. And I'm sure back then that was normal. Which is not an excuse. Like, this is why, like, times now are better. And, but, yeah, the dad was very much, well, you know, I go to work, so you're, the expectation of you, the wife, the housewife, is to get this, this, and this done, you know, and, and so so on and so forth. But And you had made a really good point. Yeah, I, I said that, you know, to be fair here, I mean, film is very progressive to what the public is currently going through. Like, film is always controversial. Right, because, because even though it still might have been the norm for you know, husbands to be like that to their wives and, you know, oh, well, I go to work, you need to get all the chores done, you know, barefoot and pregnant kind of thing. You know, they still made him look like a bad guy. Yeah, they didn't make him look normal. Right. And, and the movie kind of, you know, helped the mom break away from seeing that as normal. And I, I think that's, it, to me at least, I mean, again, I don't watch many 70s movies, but that's the first time, like, in a timeline where I've seen a movie edge towards more of modern beliefs. Yeah. Of, of women and stuff and so that was like that to me that was like the biggest part of the movie was how awful the dad was and trying to remind myself that that was the times kind of like when you're watching Mad Men you, you have such a hard time watching Mad Men if, yeah if you guys seen Mad Men like I can't watch it because <laughs> it makes me so angry and I'm not one to, to go into politics about it and to to talk about those things and my beliefs but I just I can't stand the way women were treated and, and put down and it so I can't watch the shows like that. It just it makes me, it lights me on fire. <laughs> Even though it's an amazing show. But anyway, um, so with that said, you know, kind of still talking about the dad, there was a really funny scene when the body of Annabelle, but with the mind of, of Ellen, goes into the dad's office, right? And it's kind of unexpected. And, you know, she walks in, she talks to the secretary like, hey, you know, I need to see whatever his name was. I can't remember. And she's like, oh, well, who are you? And she's like, oh, I'm his daughter. William. William. Or Bill. I think they said Bill. But his name was William. But yeah, anyway. And and then, you know, she's like all, you know, prettied up, looking all, you know, t- typical, like, sexy scenario, uh, secretary situation. Ellen, you know, asks the secretary, oh, how do you like it here? Oh, you know, we get off fine and, you know, we get along. And uh, she basically... the. Ellen said something that, like, made the secretary realize, oh, wait, I should not be talking like that to this guy's daughter because she obviously, like, whether she had a thing for him or they even had a thing going on, like, she realized that she'd done messed up. Yeah. Right? And then, so, Ellen goes into her, you know, uh, William's office and they're talking and the the secretary comes in now she has a coat on yeah because she's covering up her outfit that was very revealing and and then she leaves and then she comes back a second time and she has her hair back and like these really big glasses on and like the and and the dad's just like oh what's what's gotten into you today she's like oh i'm cold you know you know obviously trying to like mask what was really going on and and what was really cool though is because you know ellen got to see a different side of her husband I don't even know what words to use, but it was just really cool that they kind of showed that, hey, my husband's not this invincible, amazing, great guy. You know, he's got his little things as well, you know? Yeah, and I, it's definitely a, a, the role reversal was good for her in that sense, that she got to see a different side of her husband that, you know, she otherwise would not have had an opportunity to see. Sure, definitely. Because the, if she had walked into there, the, the secretary sure wouldn't have acted like that with a grown woman in there. Well, of course. Like, so it, it was definitely 
kind of interesting to see. Definitely. And I, I think one of the biggest, biggest things I had, this version of Freaky Friday, is how much more accurate yeah. it really is. And in the sense of, like, is any of this really accurate? But, <laughs> you know, in the sense of how much more difficult it would be because the Lindsay Lohan version doesn't really dig very deep into like the characters and like the problems that they would actually face in everyday life right where this one you know she was 13 years old and she was expected to you know drive and you know she was expected to clean and cook and take care of like housely duties and you know the the mom was you know having to play you know sports and go through the entire day right you know in the life of a 13 year old just way more accurate to what would happen. Well, yeah, because a lot of outlandish things happen in the Lindsay Lohan version where, again, I mean, it just happened to be a really big day in their lives where just things were kind of all over the place. But this really explored the day-to-day, which the most important thing about the Freaky Friday story is the mother and daughter realizing, wow, you know, I didn't realize how tough, you know, my daughter or my mom really has it. You know, their life isn't as glamorous as I think it is. They really do have their own problems and things going on. Yeah, and and kind of along those same lines is these movies are really true to the times. Because, you know, obviously these were everyday problems that moms and daughters were facing in the in the 70s. And, like, the, the Freaky Friday that, you know, we know were everyday problems that they were facing in the late 90s and 2000s, you know. The kids wanted to be in rock bands. Yeah. And you know what's even funnier, as I just realized, is this one was set in the 70s, the late 70s. The other one was, like, early 2000s. So it would basically be, like, the Ellen ladies' kids' time. Yeah. And then the one that came out in, like, 2016 would basically be our kids' times. Pretty much. Like, how that would fall into each other. And, and so it's definitely, like, true to the times and since talking about real-world problems going on and that we would see in this generation. Well, yeah. And, and so we, we kind of got to see, like, a glimpse into what our mothers may have struggled with with their mothers in that time. 100%. Where I'm, I'm not super excited to see the, the new one because, again, all of, to me, Lindsay Lohan one is the, is the go-to for 100%. Freaky Friday. But it, it's curious to see... In 2016, what a teenage girl goes through with her mom. So going into a couple of the last things that happened in the movie and then our final overall thoughts, the the switchback, when they switch back into their own respective bodies, was really weird. It was really weird. The bodies went to where the brains were. And, and I think that's, I mean, that's... And again, here we are com- comparing it to yeah. our yeah. quote-unquote version because that's not what happened. And the other one that happened is they went back to their, their respective brains, bodies. Their, yeah, their brains switched. Not that their bodies came to their mind. It was the other way around. And and both, both people, the mother and daughter, were both in really weird situations <laughs> where... And I guess it makes sense why they did it this way, but, you know, whereas had the brains traveled and not the bodies then everything would have been all right right away. Yeah. Whereas, no, I mean, the the daughter, the daughter's body was on a, a kite flying or something, and instead of the brain getting in there and know, her knowing what she was going to be able to do, no, the mom's body transports, and she has even more no idea what to do. <laughs> she's put in yet another awkward position, yeah. even though she's back in her regular body. And then um, Jodie Foster's character... Um, Annabelle is driving. is driving. So there's an actual 13-year-old girl sitting in the seat driving. And I think what's even stranger about switching the whole bodies in general 
is is first off these girls slash women would have been locked up on a 72 hour psych eval <laughs> after about five seconds oh, 100%. you know telling everybody what's going on at least you know the Lindsay lohan one you know they didn't tell anybody and they, well, yeah, they, they, personally. they, they tried to like tell people through the throughout the movie what was happening to them like you don't want to tell somebody that no you want to you want to end up in a 72 hour psych exactly board? exactly nope. so with that said with that said you know the the last two very tiny things I'll mention is is um, there's a very bad stunt double scene. <laughs> the 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 housekeeper was leaving a liquor store and she was riding her bike down the street and there was a car chase happening and they passed by and the the housekeeper was on her bike riding it down the street and they make her do like a wheelie and they did they did it far away so they thought we wouldn't notice but it was very obviously a dude. With like a curly wig on and a dress on the bike, it was absolutely ridiculous. That's amazing. I didn't. I didn't catch that at all. And then, and then the car chase scene. You know, they're in this little, you know, Beetle, uh, Volkswagen car, and then there's like cops chasing them, and it was just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, you know, going down the stairs. Yeah, like driving downstairs, driving through a tunnel that was where the car was small enough to get through, but the cop car wasn't, and it became the shape of the tunnel that they were in because it was so big. And then they were driving, and, like, Annabelle maneuvered it away to where the car, the cop car was able to crash into, like, a corner, but it ended up, like, splitting the car right down the middle. Yeah, it's, splitting it down the middle, and then it's like, oh, okay, well, that was not realistic at all. Absolutely ridiculous, but also entertaining. So. Kind of goes along with the 70s cheesiness of it. That's a good point. And something I want to... I'm going to have to look up some, like, trivia and see if this is even true. But that canal that they were in looked like the exact scene of the car um, race in Greece. I wouldn't know. Yeah, see, it looked like the exact same setup. Hmm. So I'm going to have to do some, like, IMDB searching and see if that's the case. Definitely. With that said, what are some of your final thoughts in wrapping this up here? I was pleasantly surprised. I mean... There was about 30 minutes in in the middle of the movie where I had to, like, pick up my phone and be distracted because I just, I couldn't handle any more, which ended pretty quickly. I mean, I went back to focusing on it, and I didn't, I didn't give it enough of a chance. I really didn't because it was actually really good, you know, all of the cheesy of the 70s, cheesiness of the 70s in there. It was still really good, and... I wouldn't say it's better than the Lindsay Lohan no, version because, again, that's not. that's my childhood right there, and I'm not giving that up. But it was way better than I expected. I agree, and I, not to like repeat exactly what you said, but yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. You know, I like like I said earlier, went into it with low expectations, and you know, left very happy. You know, and I, I would I watch it again probably. You know, I, I don't see why not. I think uh, it'd be cool to watch all three back to back. Oh, I agree. You know, once... I mean, hopefully hopefully we like the newer one, but kind of like you said, I'm not really expecting that to happen. So, um, but definitely watch it. Definitely give it give it a shot. It's it's entertaining. Yeah, and so the last, very last thing I need to say, and I'll close it out with this, is that at the end of this, they had an amazing, like, quote. Like, so Jody, 13-year-old Jodie Foster said, I'm so much smarter than I thought. And so much dumber. And if that's not real life, I don't know what is. <laughs> yeah, no, that's definitely true. And, and again, that just goes into the to the whole moral of the story, you know, learning that, you know, life isn't always greater on the other side, basically. So 
Um, with that said, thank you for listening today. Please subscribe, rate us, and let us know what you think in a review. Find us on anchor.fm and leave us a voice note letting us know what you want us to watch next. If you're interested in supporting this podcast, find out more at anchor.fm backslash discussing Disney Plus.